0: Hey, what's going on? It's Pastor Justin here. Hey, I wanted to thank you so much for tuning in to listen to today's message. Of course, I hope that you enjoy it, but much more I hope that it feeds you, encourages you, inspires you to actually pick up your cross and follow the Lord in a dedicated heart. Remember, the call for us as believers is to be more than just a hearer, it's for us to be a doer. Pray God's blessing upon you as you listen to this
1: amen amen so i'm excited to be back here are you guys excited yes because the lord has a word for you today amen so i want to say thank you pastor for all the support that you always give to to us to myself and the ministry everything that you do and encouragement and he's a great mentor oh my gosh he is he's the answer for my prayers amen so let's pray Father God, I come in your presence in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am to myself, Lord Jesus, for you to use me as a vase of honor, Lord, for um, to touch people here. I declare today, Lord Jesus, that today we are going to have a breakthrough in this place, Lord, because we want more from you. We want more, Lord Jesus. Let the dry bones raise up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Okay, last week, let me get my glasses. Last week, Pastor Justin, he did a great um, teaching about faith. And I totally recommend you, if you didn't have a chance to hear, so go and uh, search the app and the website, because it's worth. And have a connection with what I'm going to do about, uh, say about uh, Miracle Today. That sets the tone of what we have today for you. So the title of this message is Can I Miss My Miracle? Can I miss my miracle? So I'm curious here, and I would like you to raise your hand if you believe that, can someone miss their miracle? Let's see, do you believe that, can someone miss the miracle? Okay, okay, so, Yeah, it's a trick question, yeah. (laughs) And at the end of this message, I, I know the Lord is going to speak with you and answer this question for you, okay? Before we start, I want to remind you about two things Pastor Justin said last week that will be the foundation for this message today. So two things, one of many that he said, he said, Many of us come to church with a belief system, okay? And the second thing, supernatural faith needs a supernatural obedience, okay? So I believe those statements are connected with our uh, miracle sermon today. So saying that, I have some questions, and we are going to fulfill these questions, okay? During the service. So how much this belief system can impact your miracle? Everybody that comes here has something in their heart, expectations, things. Those are uh, belief systems, Uh, maybe from uh, different church, different religion, different background. Can your faith be impacted by people around you? What are the things that could sabotage your obedience? So those answers, um, the answer to answers, those questions, we are going to study a story in the Bible that talks about miracle. So before we read 2 Kings uh, chapter five, I wanna remember you, what is the um, definition of miracle? So miracle is, something supernatural that happens without any natural explanation. So saying that, let's go to this story. Say, open your Bible in 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 1. Okay. So, now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master. Because by him, the Lord gave him victory to Syria. He also was a mighty man of valor, but a leper. This man wasn't an average man. Naaman had position. Naaman had power, respect. He was very rich. He had many servants. He was a mighty man of valor. And he was honored by the king. He's king of Syria, okay? He was blessed by the Lord. Interesting that. So you may ask, isn't Syria enemy of Israel? Why the Lord gave victory to the king of Syria? God did this out of discipline. So let's see what the word of God tells us about that. Goes to Proverbs 3, verse 12 says, because the Lord disciplines those he loves, as a father, the son he delights in. So the Lord brings discipline, whoever, with the person that he loves, his children. Amen? So even though Naaman was very successful, he did have a major problem in his life. What was his... Huge problem, lepers, lepers. lepers, okay, he was a leper. So leprosy is an infection disease, and those days um, they didn't have any cure for those disease. So which gradually left a person disfigured um, through loss of fingers, uh, toes, and eventually limbs. I thought about to maybe put some images, but I said no, it's too, too much. Yeah, it's too much. I think you guys can picture that, okay? Think, can you imagine how much he suffered? Yeah. So that time, a leper were treated as outcasts. Nobody wants to stay close to them. So I believe right now with the facing COVID and quarantine, we may understand a little bit what, uh, how awful uh, leprosy was. Um, can you imagine uh, the sadness for not being able to hug someone? And that, that time was not just some, some uh, period, it was like forever. He couldn't stay, they were outcasts. So how about the rejection? We have been experienced that. Oh, are you sick? Oh, did you have any, uh, any problem? Do you have a fever? So, we have been experienced this in our emotions. So, and all those feelings were permanent because there was no hope for him. So, we now, we still have a hope. So, but for them, they didn't have. So, let's go to 2 Kings chapter 5. Now, bands of raiders from Aaron had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel. And she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, if only my master will see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Look that. Now we see a young girl with no name. So we don't know her story. She was there because she wanted? No. She wasn't there because she won. She was there because she was a slave, a captive from Israel. So who knows how many family members maybe she lost during these battles, those battles. So we never know. Even though she had all reasons to have bitterness, she had compassion. For her own enemy. We don't know much about her. But what we know it was enough for us to understand that she knew about God. She knew about his prophet. And she not only knew about miracles, but she truly believed in miracles. Otherwise, she would never tell her mistress about that. So, look, this girl looks her life. So, how many people here today are losing their faith because of problems? Maybe people are getting through hard times. Even through this pandemic, they are losing faith. But that girl, she did not lose faith. So, as a slave, she spread good news. And that good news was able to give him hope. So, can we imagine now how intrigued and excited Neymar was when he received this news? That news could change his entire life. It was a great news, a good news. So, and by the way, nobody can convince me that he wasn't very happy, maybe he was jumping. Woo! He couldn't say, praise God like me, but he, he was happy. And he was moved because, guys, the word of God and the testaments about the signs, they, they are powerful. So, and can bring hope and can change the future of a person. And that man, when he received that word, something. Moving into his heart. So after he heard the good news, he did have a hope. And how do we know that? Because he set up everything. Chariots, his servants, everybody was going with him. He was super ready. So let's see 2 Kings 5, chapter, chapter 5, 4 to 5. So Naaman told the king, what the young girl from Israel said. And the king said, go and visit the prophet. I will send a letter of introduction for you to take the king of Israel. So Naaman started out carrying off gifts, 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold and 10 sets of clothing. So do you have an idea? Do you have any idea how much is that? Now do you know why I ask you? <laughs> so Pastor Lenny, he knows everything about silver and gold, everything. And I text him and I said, Pastor, how much is uh, 1,700 pounds of silver and 150 pounds of gold? So 750 pounds of silver correspond to $400,000. And 150 pounds of gold correspond to million dollars. Do you agree that this guy was super ready to receive his miracle? Man, he said, let's go, let's get the money, let's get everything, let's go there. He spoke with his king, he had everything in his hands. Favor from his king, letter from his king, and a lot of money. He was expecting. I believe he was really believed that he will be cured. So 2 Kings 5, 9 to 12. So Naaman went with his horse and chariots and stopped, stopped at the door of Elijah's house. Elijah sent a messenger to say to him, go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your, your flesh will be restored and you will be cleansed. But Naaman went away angry, and sad, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand out calling the name of the Lord, his God, wave his hands, yeah, wave his hands over me and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could't I wash and then and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage. He already had his belief system. He had everything in his mind. He arrived with authority, horses, chariots, and everything was work straight in his mind. His expectations of everything that step by step that could be and he will be healed, but nothing that he expect happened, and I I think that maybe he was um, thinking inside of him, or maybe he told anyone, "Who is this prophet? Who this guy think I am? He didn't came out to receive me." This guy was important. And the prophet sent a servant to talk with him. And I can't imagine. Who is this pastor that sent the the guy that cleaned the bathroom to pray for me? I am a warrior. I have a power. I have money. I was expecting him to come to receive me with honors. Why he didn't stand and wave his hand over me calling on the name of God? He sent a servant to talk with me? Nobody treat me like that. Is the Lord speaking with anyone? Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are... Those who mourn, for they will be comforted. I was praying January in the season of fasting prayer. And I was speaking uh, with God and I asked him, Lord, give me a word uh, to bless my heart. And I start to open my, my Bible because I was um, looking for another um, verses. And I, my eyes jumped. In this story. And I read this story many times. But I never paid attention about that. And I start. Okay. Um, I felt that the Lord wants to speak with me. In such a way. And I start to study that again. And then. When I look. That, that guy turned away. And he left. I said. Oh my God. these men." almost missed his miracle so he did have a belief system that almost robbed his miracle he created in his mind a wrong and an inaccurate idea on how his miracle would happen so he planned in his mind step by step how his miracle would happen and when the things didn't happen the same way he got frustrated and he God offenses in his heart. So how many times did we act like Naaman? So his pride almost faded him to be a leper forever. Mm-hmm. This week we are going to start our uh, camp night. So we are preparing ourselves since August last year. We are praying diligent every week. We are raising prayer warriors here. We are asking, Lord, we want to see your presence, Lord. We want to feel you. Lord, we want more. We want more. It's great what we have here, but we want more. And I'm expecting more. And many of us here. Is are expecting more so and i believe through this message the god wants us to be ready for what he has in the store for us so we have been asking for a breakthrough healing miracles healing marriage restoring restoration and we are expecting this with all our heart And we know that something will happen here, but as Pastor said, we don't know exactly how will be. And I love that. Let the flood, uh, the gates of heaven, that the waters of the Lord be and cleanse us and do amazing things for us. And when you come this Thursday, this Thursday, and the many other Thursdays that we will have the camp night. Come with expectations, but about miracles, not expectations. How the Lord is going to do it with you. And I, I want you to receive this. Uh, I am humbly ask you, don't bring your past, your bad experience, to here. Um, many of us have been hurt in other places. Maybe in the church, or maybe because of another believers. Don't bring those. Forget them. Forgive them, and come empty, in a way for the Holy Spirit to to fulfill you in a mighty way. Then, when you come here, even you stay there, laying down, praying with no one touching you, you will be receiving your miracle because this is what the lord wants and we want that we don't want a show show we can go any place to have a show we want the 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 presence the manifestation of the presence of the lord in this place amen, amen. and don't let the miracles frighten you a lot of people had yeah People are like afraid of something. Maybe I'll, if I fell down. If you fell down, if it was the power of the Lord, praise Jesus. When you wake up, when you raise up, whatever, you will be fulfilled. You will have the presence of the Lord. Amen? Yes. So let's get back in the Bible. Let's see what's happening. 2 Kings 5, verse 13. By his officers... No, but he, his officers tried to reason with him and said, Sir, if the prophet had told you to do something very difficult, would you have done it? Yeah. So you should certainly obey him when he was simply go, go and wash and be cured. Sometimes we want too much. We want so much. Ta-da, ta-da, like... Uh, God doesn't work in a magical way, right. like uh, those spectacular things. God does work and sometimes in sometimes simple thing. Right. Right. Thank God Naaman didn't have someone like him on his side. So otherwise, he would never come back. So remember, see, the officers try to reason with him what would happen? He would be leper forever. So, it is very important for you to know who is walking with you. Who is giving you advice? Because that can mess up with something that the Lord has for you. It's important to be surrounded by humble and wise people and those people that Who is willing to speak the truth. Okay. Who are walking with you. We need to have a godly and wise people. Let them speak the truth with you. And receive that with a humble heart. Sometimes we don't like here. But just okay. He loves me. He's a man of God. She's a woman of God. Lord, help me to understand this. What they are saying to me. The truth may hurt your feelings, but it will worth. It's worth a lot in this case. Oh, my gosh. Proverbs 27:6 6. Say, wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. Do you agree? This is the word of God. Thank those officers were able to bring him to the, his sense and convinced him to follow the prophet's instructions. So it is written in Psalm 1, verse 1 to 2. It's interesting because it's the first psalm. Look at this. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or seat. In the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. Amen. And let's see what's happened with Naaman. So Naaman went down to the Jordan River and dipped himself seven times, as the man of God had instructed him. And his skin became as health as the skin of a young child. And he was, what? Praise Jesus. Then Naaman and his entire party went back to find the man of God. They stood before him. And Naaman said, what is the testament? This, This is the testament. Now I know that there is God. There is no God in all the world except in Israel. Can you see here? The worst portion of Naaman's life became his great testimony. I don't know what are you getting through, but your worst time will be your great testimony. We just heard today our brother saying that, that his testimony was awful. The things that he passed... Nobody wants that, but today he encouraged us because he did have a breakthrough because of the God, the same God, the same God that healed Naaman. He's here with us, guys. Come on, guys. Come on. The Lord of Israel, God Almighty, Yahweh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he is here with us, and he is going to do a miracle in your life. God was glorified. And for sure, many people in Syria, even the king of Syria, heard about that. Your testimony testimony is going to go far away. Amen? Our God promised us signs and wonders. It is written in Mark 16, verse 7 to 18. Jesus said to them, these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly potion, poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and what? Amen. 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 What is cancer? Cancer is nothing. In front of my God. What is leprosy? Leprosy is nothing, nothing in front of our God. Are you blind? God can cure. You cannot hear, God can cure. Don't let things step between you and the promise of the Lord in your life. So, what lessons can we take in with this story? We need to be humble, first thing. Proverbs 11, 2, pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. And Pastor asked me to take a look at the Hebrew um, word of disgrace. is fade away, wear away, coming to nothing. And I, ha- I have another a Bible verses. Let's say, uh, James 4, verse 6, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. So, the Hebrew word for grace is favor, gracious, pleasant, precious, well-favored. So, if we see pride and humble, we see that the way of the pride is what? Disgrace. Because pride robs your blessings. They take away, fade away. Your blessings. To the humble, God gives what? Grace. Because the humble attract the favor of God. Amen. Do you want a favor of God? Be humble. Walk in faith. Pray and stay with the Lord. Meditate in his word day and night. Hebrews... um, The second one. Have a faith in Jesus. Hebrews eleven six. 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he, he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Third, think outside the box. Okay, when you come here on those th- uh, Thursdays, think outside the box. Our Lord deal with each one of us in different ways. You can see the miracles that Jesus did. You go, starting Matthew. And I, I did this, okay? I went to my Bible when I went to study about miracles. And I got a, a, a green a pencil when I was coloring those. Because in Brazil, it's green means hope, okay? And I was coloring every miracle that Jesus did. And look there. For each person, he deals in a different way. So when Naaman was wanting, show damn don't. So I don't know how the Lord is going to do. Okay. Do you remember how Jesus um, healed the blind man? Yeah. Was offensive. eh? Kind of his pitch. (laughs) <laughs> John 9, 6, 7 Then he spit on the ground, made mud and with the saliva and spread mud over the blind man's eyes He told him, Go, wash yourself in the pool of Siloam So the man went and washed and came back seeing. And to finish, Isaiah 55, verse 8 to 9 for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. We don't get supernatural, not just because we don't expect it, but because when we expect it, the supernatural, we put our way in front of god's way okay get out of god's way come on thank you Pastor. god bless you huh?
0: first and foremost aren't you proud of this woman yeah. you know revelation you know this she kind of came with this revelation early part of january and to watch her develop this and process this for us. I just hope that you receive it with open arms. Marcella, I just want you to stand just right over there. Um, One of the verses that she left out uh, that, just for time, which uh, from a tactical thing as as a preacher, she did so awesome in knowing what she needed to speak today. But one of the things that she left out was this, was Jesus uh, um, saying this, that no one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch will pull away from the garment, making the tear worse. Likewise, neither do people pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst, the wines will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved." neither her nor I through this message want to insult your intelligence in any way, shape, or form, or belittle you. Um, There are a lot of you in this room that have had insane, incredible testimonies and victories with the Lord for years and years and years. We're not challenging that. We're not saying that didn't happen. None of that. What we're saying, though, is that we really believe as a staff, as a group, and as we believe that this is a time for new. Amen. We really do. And, and, and it's, it's not just culminating in, in a one-night thing. Like, we just really believe it's new. We're talking with Jonathan this week, we're, we're starting to look for a new building the week after, after this. Like, we, we just think it's a new season for our body as a whole, and it, and it, it, it fleshes out multiple ways. But what I, what I want to do without, again, without insulting anyone here is just to challenge you for a moment. New things many times are not compatible with old mentalities. And there's so many of us, whether it be from fear, whether it be from what she had mentioned, religiosity, bad experiences, hurt within the church. I can't guarantee that you won't get hurt in this church, but I can guarantee you that nothing from at least from this pulpit will ever be intentional. So like if there's manipulation from a pulpit or, or a ministry, that's where a lot of pain and hurt comes. And that's where some of us have taken those moments and we've seen that and we've become insanely cynical towards the move of God because we've seen it be controlled by men. And I just want to reiterate this. For us as a church body and for this Thursday night or Tuesday or three fresh, or the men's retreat, please, I beg you, I beg you, discard the old, brittle, ways because the new wine breaks that old it will burst is what the bible says right so the mentality of cynicism of judgment of apathy of calculated stuff that has to that has to go i don't know i can't go to each one of you and individually talk with you about that I, i'll i'll do my best i can just ask you to let the holy spirit work on you and soften you when that happens, when that happens, that's when I believe we're, we're best prepped to receive, okay? We can't have pharisaical, legalistic self-righteousness in this body. We just can't. If we want the fullness of God, we have to let go of our power to reason every single thing in the faith. I talked with somebody three weeks ago so near and dear to me. This person was talking to me just about how this person's been known of the gospel for 30 years, 35 years. And just to hear the words out of their mouth, it was, it was, they couldn't reconcile certain things that they seen throughout Scripture, that they had seen in their life. There's things even in this room right now that have happened that haven't been, that haven't been amazing. But I believe that God is not only showing himself as we've seen with what Joseph said today, through those times of pain, he never quits working. He doesn't stop the work that he started in you, right? And so what I would say back with that person for 30 years that's known to the Lord, that's kind of walked away from the Lord, is the faith portion is left. Naaman ultimately did have to make a choice. Dude, I gotta go to this river and dip in here. That's faith in what's not seen. For y- All's I've seen with Joey for seven years is the man going, you're not good enough. you got to stay in probation. And I'm ready for that to be broken. Amen. So here's the thing. I, Joe, we're extending our faith out. And you know what? There could be a purpose beyond what we be- know that the Lord has... And I could just, I'm not going to be, all I know is I am in charge of the faith portion. My my sustaining faith reaches this part, the supernatural gift of faith comes after that. So listen to the message last week. Re-listen to this. Become ready, humble, flexible, right? On Thursday, Tuesday, in the Men's Retreat of this week. Amen? Amen. I'm going to let Marcella pray with people today. I believe that she's a... Uh, an anointing for that. Um, if you are here and you're struggling in this area, line up and she'll pray over you. Um, otherwise, I want you to have a wonderful Sunday. It's beautiful out. It's the heat is coming. So we sat outside yesterday. I encourage you to go look at creation, right? I encourage you to praise the Lord when you're out there. Okay. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed that message. Hey, if you are in Phoenix, Arizona, we would love to see you out here in the shelter. But if you are somewhere else around the country, around the world, I'm just encouraging you to plug yourself into a body. Be part of the bigger picture of what God's doing on the earth today. You are needed and you are valued. Hey, share this message with someone that you might find needing it to encourage them in their walk with the Lord. We appreciate you and we thank you so much for tuning in today.